Welcome to Have a Drink With Me. I'm your host, Dylan Polniak, and joining us today is a man you may know from such thing as, I don't know, Have a Drink With Me, Tom <laughs> Flynn. Hey, 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 hey. We've got going? Tom Flynn in the studio. <laughs> this is so nice. This is really nice. There's, I didn't realize you'd have the shag carpet, but you know, mm-hmm. it's cool. It's very nice. And what a better place for shag carpet than on all four walls. I know it's, it's ceiling uh, ceiling fan. So yeah, the ceiling fan with the shag carpet. That's you don't see that mm-hmm. often, but it's great. You're back. Happy to be here. Happy to be here, man. Yeah, <laughs> you're back for good. I think I last, know. I think last time you were on the show, I don't know if we even <laughs> had the audio of this, but I kept saying I was on the Sean. <laughs> I kept saying he's back for good. I was on the show twice, and it. And it didn't record. Like I was, there was my my farewell show, where we, I was like going to kind of say goodbye <laughs> and everything, and and I said a very nice, heartfelt goodbye, and I kind of passed it on and said like, you know, Dylan's got some great things planned, and it's going to be excellent, and and I can't wait to see what happens. And then that thing went into the the garbage or something, and then uh, and then we did another episode where we're talking about Star Wars with your with with, with Tim uh, Tim, yep. And then that didn't come out either. So I was like, man, what is Dylan mad at me? <laughs> we lost uh, audio on both of those. Uh, oh, man. It's a bummer. And we there's another lost episode somewhere um, where I did another dating episode. I don't know if you listened to last season's dating episode, but I brought four of my improv friends on and oh, yeah. did like a fake dating show. Well, I did another <laughs> another one uh 2018 I think uh had some great people on. I had mm-hmm. a concussion at the time. What? Oh, from your wrestling <laughs> from days. Pro wrestling, yeah. Okay, had a, con- yeah. a concussion at the time and I lost that audio as well. So we uh-huh. we here at have a drink with me. Uh you're on a tight uh, ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting better. Um <laughs> You and I did uh, in our first year, I would say uh, probably our fifth or sixth episode, we did back-to-back episodes of (laughs) Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. That among among many other back-to-back episodes, one being the the New Year's episode. Oh, boy. (laughs) I don't think uh, I'll ever listen to that episode again. No. I listen to it every night. The good thing about when you and I do back-to-back episodes is we get to talk about what we really want to talk about for the first episode. And then when we record the second episode, we're a little silly. And last time we did uh, star Wars. So we recorded episode four, five, and six while drinking four locos force Mm -hmm. force locos. I think we had uh, blue and green. (laughs) Or maybe yep. red, red and green, or red and blue, and then we were red and green sounds right. Oh wait, you know what? I think we started with picklebacks. We did for the yes for, for the Yoda. the Empire Strikes Pickleback. That is what we did for that episode. So mm-hmm. we did a lot of shots of Jameson and pickle juice. Then That's recorded right. episode one through three while doing four locos. Yeah. Because I needed to be drunk while talking about the the prequels. Yeah. Like really drunk. <laughs> so you and I are, we're almost at 45 minutes of, 
we video chatted before this to catch up so that we didn't have to use the whole episode to say, hey, it's been a while. Catch up. Um, right. But we've been drinking a little bit uh, oh, yeah. already. So I think I think we're good to talk about episodes seven through nine. Um, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. So this episode, we're talking about Star Wars episodes seven through nine. And we are drinking old fashioned old fashions or old yes. fashions. Is there an ED? Those are th- that's the same. <laughs> I think you just said the same thing. No, Is it old, old fashions or old fashions. Old fashions old, or old it's fashions. Olds old fashioned. <laughs> There's an apostrophe no, on I that. No, I, it's old fashions. Yeah, let's just say old fashions. Old yeah. fashions. So EDS. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. What what would this podcast be without some ED? <laughs> What would it be? So, oh man, we've got Tom Flynn back for good. Yeah, man, we moved in together. We both that's are right. married to Mandy. <laughs> to Mandy, yeah, that's right. And uh, man, I've got Mandy in the other room over here. I've got Mandy in a building on Lancashire. Oh, okay. Mandy's uh, watching Tinkerbell with my daughter right now. So that's uh, cool. Yes, that's our <laughs> next episode. So we're going to talk about episode seven through nine. Uh, I'm very excited about this because you and I bonded over a lot uh, Mm -hmm. with Star Wars in our, uh, I would say, 16 months of being friends. We did. Yep. (laughs) 2016. It was Um, a very intense 16 months. It was. Uh, Look at us, right? So look at us. let's, uh, I mean, let's get into, let's, let's talk a little bit about the trilogy as a whole, and then let's dive into yeah. episode seven. We'll go seven, eight, and nine. Okay. What are your I, thoughts on I, the trilogy as a whole? I think it's a really fascinating, it's a fascinating trilogy because, because it's like, I mean, I don't think it's ultimately very successful to be honest with you, but I think it's fascinating. Like in the same way that I think that certain failures are fascinating. I think it's fascinating in the sense that like each one is a, is a direct response to what came before. Right. Yeah. So like episode seven, it's like, okay, everybody's, everybody's pissed off at the prequels where, you know, there's too much CG, the wooden acting, the, the sort of, you know, uh, stilted directing and everything like that. Mm -hmm. We've got, we get JJ Abrams, um, we get like every he's, he makes a statement that we're not having we're we're doing everything on set live action very little cg involved mm-hmm. although there was a lot of cg involved but like you know he made a big deal about everything being on set and being very real and practical as whenever they can and and you know and we got this like really dynamic dynamically made movie like where it's it's very visually interesting but in you know it came out and everybody re- was really excited about it and was really excited about the future of it because JJ Abrams did his thing and kind of promised the world, uh, you know, without basically just doing his, his thing that he always does, which is kind of like not lens flares. Giving, yeah. Lens flares, and, but not giving story-wise, like not giving anything away, but, and, and mm. not like just kind of, kind of introducing possible story arcs that might or might not happen. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, but then everybody was kind of like, well, it's just a rehash and a retreat of the, a retreat of the, of of a new hope. Yeah. And so then Ryan Johnson comes along, makes the last Jedi and it's like, okay, 
you guys didn't like didn't like the fact that it was a, a rehash of the original. Well, forget everything fuck, you've fuck ever the known. Original then. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the original then. Yeah, it's like it's it's punk rock. It's like who gives a fuck about anything? Let's just make this fucking crazy ass movie where you know, like Luke is like a curmudgeon, even though he was set up to be a curmudgeon in, in episode seven. But like he he's like completely against what everybody expected completely went against everybody's expectations and just like made it um you know just completely like threw everything out the window mm-hmm. you know and and people hated it <laughs> and and then you know episode nine comes around and it's like oh oh you, you guys hated episode uh eight so let's just let's just give you some more of of what what you're gonna hate what you want or maybe, I mean, but they they made an effort to make it all about fan service, right? Like all yeah. the, the I was I would say the most enjoyable stuff in episode nine is the fan service, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Even if it is kind of pandering, but it's like, you know, it's like a really really well made, inter- well technically like well made um, piece of fan service, you know. And it was mm-hmm. just like it doesn't, and they had to like wrap up all these all these loose ends. Uh, for you know all, all these loose ends ha- had been like left left behind from episode seven and episode eight and they had to mm-hmm. wrap them all up really quickly and it's just like you know it kind of just leaves you with this like weird I don't, it just it's just rushed everything is just so rushed right yeah like, yeah, the, yeah yeah the way that i saw the the new trilogy was it's it the good thing good thing about star wars that that I appreciate for from four five and six is these are movies made by a movie maker, a film, a filmmaker who wants his piece made. And then mm-hmm. he goes back and he makes one, two and three with seven, eight, nine. It's a, this is Hollywood. Now Hollywood owns star Wars right. and the Avengers are great and whatever. Let's make these blockbuster films and they lose their sense of, the story it's mm-hmm. it, uh, you know obviously uh episode four did great i i hear but but yeah i i do feel that jj abrams was like cool uh episode four was great let's just redo that he uh, played it safe he played yeah. it safe for sure yeah yeah uh you know uh, a lonely person with no family on a desert planet that needs to learn the force and win cool mm-hmm it's been done doing it again and i think that's fine uh i would have well, let's just dive into 7 let's uh let's since we're already here um sure star killer base do we need a third death star like i mean cool, cool. Yeah. you've got ray you've got a, a person with no family on a desert planet learns the force whatever moves on but do we need another death star no i mean it was familiar again it was like a thing of of um you know playing it completely safe uh setting up a real a real threat like i remember watching episode seven and that opening scene where they come to uh to the planet where max von Sydow is Mm -hmm. and and they they start like rounding up all the the villagers they just they just execute them i was like holy shit there's like real stakes in this i i I haven't seen anything like this in in star wars yet yeah and um you know but to your to your question of do we need another 
another Death Star, basically, or, you know, um, yeah, it, it's like, it's, it, we don't, yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, I, I don't know. It's like, what? Well, it, it's some. it's a way to kind of externalize and kind of show, uh, that this new first order means like means business and they're, they're out to like, to really rule with an iron fist, but, but isn't, isn't yeah. it easy enough to say a uh, star killer base, uh, get rid of the, the death star part of it. But what if that's the planet where all these first order people are being trained to go and find villagers and kill them? That's a big enough threat. Like based on what you just were saying, like, right, right. That's yeah. Fucked Make up. It they're, like they're the... showing up and just murdering people. Wouldn't, uh, Ray and Finn and Chewbacca and Han going to this base where they're training essentially these people, assassins or whatever, who are just murdering villages. I think that's a big enough stake without having to, to do another, well, there's a core. You got to shoot the core of it and it's going to explode and whatever. I mean, you don't need to blow up planets for for to make a statement. I mean, you did it in yeah. the first five minutes with, you know, Max whatever it's a weird thing it's a it's a weird it's it's a weird sort of conundrum because then if if we're going into going and destroy a planet full of people being trained who are being forced into their training right because those the Mm stormtroopers are all basically like ripped from their families and forced into like training camps and Mm -hmm. stuff where they're they learn how to kill um if we're just gonna kill all of them (laughs) Well, not necessarily oh, no. kill all of the first order <laughs> troopers, but but stop the academy or stop the training of it. You know, sure, you can destroy right, right. you can destroy the the facility that's yeah you know, potentially you know kidnapping yeah. and training these people. There you go. Whatever you destroy, whatever you destroy, they're gonna build. They're gonna come back with a newer, bigger thing, like a third. So I mean, maybe star. yeah, maybe, and that's all they got. That's that's really all they got. But also, it kind of ties in thematically with um with kylo ren uh being like such a fan of darth vader Mm -hmm. although i don't know darth vader wasn't really a he wasn't really the the um the originator of the death star was he that was more but i could see i mean i could see how kylo ren would be like yeah i i need to oh yeah they had that yeah but yeah but you would see uh, kylo ren was a smart dude you would see like oh these both got blown up Maybe I shouldn't make a third. Maybe or maybe right. I make something that's a little more indestructible. Right. Whatever. I mean, regardless, I still thought that episode seven was fun. It was a relief to see, like, oh my gosh, it's Star Wars is back and it mm-hmm. works. You know what I mean? I think everybody was really excited when when they went out they came out of the theater of episode seven. Oh yeah. Would you say? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I so I I went to I mean, you and I used to get tickets immediately when we worked together yeah. at, at uh, our job. I won't mention it, but um, <laughs> we can if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> when you and I worked together uh, five years ago or whatever, um, the what the ten of us in our little group, we would sit and wait and like, okay, October second, okay, we're all buying mm-hmm. tickets. Okay, who's going first? Like, what time did you get? And we always tried right, to get right. like that seven o'clock slot the day before because that's sure. basically how LA works is you know they release the movies the day before and it's all exciting mm-hmm. and I went and saw Rise of Skywalker at 7 p.m. the day before it released Rise of Skywalker or the... <laughs> sorry I'm looking at my notes here no, Force Awakens yeah 
Force Awakens, uh, yeah. Force Awakens. And then I went home, took hamburger out, and then went back to the movies to watch it a second mm, I time. I love that story. Love that story. Why do you love Yeah, that I mean, story? it was great, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. It, it's It was like, I was so pumped. I was so pumped when I came out. I was like, yes, it's back. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to see it again and again, that, mm-hmm. that episode seven. Um, you know, and I was, I got kind of caught up in it. Like, I think a lot of people were, a lot of people were saying like, hang on, this is a, this is just a rehash of episode seven. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, I was like so quick to defend it. Right. Were you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, still, I, I very much enjoy the force awakens because it, it yeah. like you say, you know, it's, it works. Let's do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of people hate it though, you know? A lot of people fucking hate it, but I'm kind of just like, you know, it's it's not really for a movie that's not really doing much. It's it's kind of like a New Hope in that, like this, in a New Hope, the story doesn't really start until Empire Strikes Back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just kind of like an intro, a re a reintroduction of everything, and and here's some new characters, and and yeah, there's a lot of I guess member berries throughout all of it, but like, <laughs> Man, you know, a lot of, <laughs> but like. It was fun. It was so much fun for me to watch. And a lot of people hate it. And I, I get why they hate it. But I don't know. I, I still find it to be a pretty fun movie. My daughter loves it. She loves like the fact that, you know, the main character is, is a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I really enjoy the movie. I love that it's kind of bringing Star Wars back after. I I, I love the prequels. I love one, two and three. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm wearing my Jar Jar is the key to all of this shirt. Um, I truly, truly love it. Uh, I, I made my wife watch one through eight because she mm-hmm. was going the day before opening day for episode nine. And mm-hmm. I wanted to get her all caught up. And she was like, yeah, I really enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. I guess like as Star Wars fans, you try to find things to hate because that's just how Star Wars fans are. I guess, yeah. Well, this isn't four, five, and six, but I right. like the the return to practical effects. You've got, mm-hmm. you know, a ragtag group of people who don't really know what they're doing, trying to figure it out together. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to see a stormtrooper for the first time with a his helmet off. So yeah, I really liked Finn's character. I really liked Finn. I really liked Poe. I liked all the positivity about it. There's that yeah. part where they they when they, after they kind of have their first run in the in the Millennium Falcon and and Finn and Ray both both like meet up again they're like how did you do that remember that part oh my gosh you did you know they're like mm-hmm. fr- they're like geeking out about how that how fun and and exhilarating their their ride in the Millennium Falcon was and I was just like man that's so great yeah you know but yeah yeah um it's very a very exciting movie um I don't I actually just bought the toy of this but it's the uh Rathtar the wrath tart yeah yeah where uh, it if there's one part sorry cg yeah yeah (laughs) yeah. if there's one thing in the movie that kind of drags for me it's it's the wrath tar set piece i'm Mm -hmm. kind of just like okay you know it's kind of doesn't really feel like star wars to be honest yeah i don't know why it's 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 kind of dark and these these like weird tentacled things are nothing we've really ever seen before i mean yeah poor cgi too i don't know i mean it's it's kind of fun do a fan service have wampas yeah just have wampas have wampas. (laughs) i mean that's the thing that's the thing though like i i feel i feel bad because it's like yeah why didn't they just make it like like 
the old shit, but you know, um, I don't know. I, that was an instance where it was just kind of just like, okay, it, you felt the story kind of stop. The story definitely stops so that this whole set piece can take place. Mm-hmm. And then when it ends, the story continues, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It, it also like uh conjure club is like murdered immediately by these things, but then Finn gets his leg grabbed and, now the Rathtars don't want to kill anymore. They just want to drag him around for a while. Yeah. Cool. I mean, also, you have to think with all these movies is the force moves, whatever. So all the reasoning behind bad moments and whatever is because the force wills it, you know? Um, but eh, yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, well, you can't have this dangerous creature ripping people apart and eating them. And like, and then you grab a main yeah. character and then, then they're not hungry anymore. They're just like toying with them <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah i mean you know you have to take that stuff with a grain of salt it's just stuff. do i you know you, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the death of han solo how do you feel about that oh i remember uh i remember being like almost devastated i was i was like oh shit like i remember feeling like i just got punched in the gut a little bit mm-hmm um, I remember texting with you afterwards yeah, and being like, I felt like, I felt like I just got broken up with or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think we actually said that. Yeah. But, Cause um, I, I think you said something about like, you were like heartbroken on the way that Chewbacca reacted. It was something like, that, yeah, like he like Chewbacca, like wailed seeing. Hunter yeah. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like he wailed, like he never wailed before. Yeah. It's, it's what's he gonna do he's a wookie yeah it's very interesting how they did that with kylo ren like kylo ren's conflicted he wants to be bad and mm-hmm. the only thing that can help him be bad is murder your dad which yeah makes sense um mm-hmm. it sucks because everyone loves han solo and but yeah i love kylo ren i okay. love I love that we're given, for the first time, we're given a character in Star Wars torn between being good and bad. Who's on, basically on the, yeah, he's on the bad side. On the bad side, still being good, and he wants to be bad. Like, that's what he wants. Like, we get it with Anakin in uh, episode three, where it's just like, what? Padme? Oh, are you sleeping with um, Obi-Wan? No, I hate him. And then, like, kills mace windu Mm -hmm. and like a bunch of children he's not conflicted on what side to be on he wants to be a jedi and like doesn't want to be bad but sand hurts and it's coarse and it gets everywhere and he's just like (laughs) pissed off about dumb things but with kylo ren we get like this guy wants his grandfather's legacy and he will kill his dad to fulfill it right nuts yeah well and it and it speaks volumes to the power that Snoke had over him mm-hmm. because I don't know. I mean, for somebody who, who is he, it's kind of like he's inherently good, mm-hmm. but he's trying to be bad. Yeah. Whereas like, as you know, he's like, he's like, be, and he's being seduced by the good side kind of, he's like, he's conflicted. Cause he's being like, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's, he makes, he paints, it paints the picture of him like being seduced by the good side. He's like, I felt the call to the light again mm-hmm. and i want it washed out of my head or something yeah although that was it's a lot of interesting stuff going on in episode seven yeah i enjoy it i enjoy it yeah it is it is uh i would say a, a save the cat beat sheet it's pretty much <laughs> episode four but we do get these fun things like kylo ren 
whole new character Mm -hmm. i mean everyone picks on like emo kylo ren but the dude's frustrated and he's torn between two different things and he wants one but he keeps going back to the other which i I find very interesting um i love bb8 yeah i remember seeing b do you remember seeing bb8 at at the convention where like they they debuted his look and everything for for the first time and you're like Mm -hmm. how the fuck did they do that you know and I watched so many YouTube videos of people like trying to recreate it where they had like kind of like marbles in the bottom of a larger thing, a larger mm-hmm. uh, cylinder. Is that what I No Sphere. Sphere. Yeah. Sphere. Um, and then all the weight was on the top piece, which, okay, that, yeah, that makes sense. And you've got like magnets and stuff kind of running it because the, obviously the ball on the bottom rotates 360 degrees and goes everywhere so it's not attached anywhere right but i love bb8 and i think he's uh he's got like a wonderful um uh attitude and uh uh, personality like the thumbs up (laughs) oh yeah that was great that was hilarious nuts for the thumbs up yeah yeah finally you know bb8's like accepting finn and is like okay fine i'll i'll help you this one time yeah you know, thanks for throwing me this. And then just, and then a little, yeah, I know. Yeah. Did you, um, what did you think of Han Solo? Like, like, did you think that when you saw Han Solo, did you kind of think like, Oh, that's my Han Solo that I love and know, you know, or did you, were you kind of just like, Oh, he's just an old man. Because a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends were like, yeah, Harrison Ford is just an old fart now. I, the way that I saw Han Solo in Force Awakens was, oh, Harrison Ford's back. It was Harrison Ford just playing a character. Han Solo wasn't back. Like you could tell Harrison Ford was like, all right, let's wrap this up. I'm sick of being associated with Han Solo. So let's just, I'll do this. Be quick. We're done. But there are the elements where like, obviously like he's not with Leia because he's a dick. Obviously like those Mm. two together wouldn't work out. So of course, for sure, he's still, yeah. he's still. I, I like that that he's still out with Chewbacca doing this stuff because that is very Han Solo mm-hmm. to not settle down and to just like keep screwing up. Mm-hmm. So I really liked that, but there was a lot of parts where it's just like, yeah, it's. I mean, Harrison Ford's playing Han Solo in a lot of the scenes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I didn't. I wasn't bothered by it to be honest. Like I mm-hmm. I, I bought it. I think I think that the the part where he's like, you know, the thing that was kind of pimped out in the trailers the scene where he's like the force the jedi the dark side the light it's all true that got me all of it right in the feels <laughs> all of it yeah 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 that got me in the in the feels a little bit and and I, I i bought it but i don't know man yeah there there are parts though where he's like okay big deal it's kind of like all right that's mm-hmm. that's just uh harrison ford being an old man yeah i don't know yeah yeah i mean it was nice like he's trying to find the Millennium Falcon. Actually, let me go back a little bit. Sure. I hate that they just happened to be sucked up by a ship that Han Solo's on. And that it wasn't yeah. Han Solo that sucked them up. It was like the ship was just brought on. On like, autopilot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and if it was, I would have liked Han Solo to say, I knew I'd find my ship around here somewhere. Like Han Solo's the one who like, tracked them and brought them in Mm -hmm. you know but how long did it take you to realize that you hated that because when you're watching the movie at first you're kind of just like 
oh, of course. You know, like this is how Han Solo gets back into things, you know? Yeah. And, and you're happy when it happens. You know what I mean? It's, you are. it's such a weird thing, you know? It's because you're like wanting it. You're wanting it so bad that you you forgive those things you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's a it's such a weird thing when you're when you're making a a star wars movie like that after so many years but with and that's the thing with star wars i said this earlier is the force wills certain things to happen you know obviously oh, yeah. it happens okay. for a reason yeah. because the force wills it but you know it would have been well, better the, if the fans will it too yeah <laughs> i would have i would have enjoyed that more if, if han solo was like Chewie and I have been looking for the Falcon for for years, for yeah. years, and finally and now we, we just found you and we got it. you. Boom! That's how you bring Han Solo in, and it's easy enough to say mm-hmm. like, "That's got the missing piece of the map for Luke Skywalker." That's why we need the ship. Like, obviously, he doesn't need mm-hmm. to care about this ship. It, he's doing just fine. Like, he's on this massive ship with, uh, you know, Conja Club, but. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought uh, Han Solo's death had to happen. Um, you and I talked about this. We, I don't watch the trailers. Uh, okay. I never, I never watch Star Wars trailers. I wait until it happens. I'm not going to watch uh, Mandalorian trailer for season two. I like to be surprised. Mm-hmm. And I accidentally saw. So Finn gets cut in the back. It, it, on. Uh, star killer base he gets the right. lightsaber to the back and they and he lays in the snow and mm-hmm. someone texted me a picture of what looked like chewbacca laying in the in the snow in the i snow. sent it to you uh-huh. and i was like are they gonna kill chewbacca in this movie because it looks like <laughs> chewbacca but it ended up being you know finn's rip jacket but that the moment where ray where like where well we're it's a it's a fucking great moment where kylo ren is trying to force grab or force will the mm-hmm. the uh luke skywalker's lightsaber into his own hand but then it flies past him and goes in a raise hand with the with the soundtrack blaring mm-hmm. that uh that Skywalker theme. That shit was fucking great. Yeah. That gave me the feels right there. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. I and mean, that I, was a great moment. So good. I, there was a lot of great stuff in episode seven. Poe Dameron, you, we get a new Han Solo, like a new, like cool, fun jerk character sure i wish we saw more of him throughout the whole trilogy um Mm -hmm. i i feel like it this story was finn like this trilogy i feel like was more about finn uh i didn't feel but then not (laughs) yeah i wasn't like i don't know we get finn in his bubble suit filled with water and or Mm -hmm. back to i guess Mm -hmm this is kind of the moment where you see like he's still alive in this movie. We hear that there's stories told of Finn somehow mm-hmm. like Rose Tico somehow knows of like, Oh, you're uh Finn from the rebellion or from the resistance. Right. But he was mm-hmm. just, he was laying in the snow like two days ago. How have you already heard about this guy? Um, but I think the last Jedi, we get a little bit more of Finn turning into the the hero that he didn't really want to be but right kind of like went into uh um, right he kind of came into his own yeah um i i 
I think Finn and uh, Poe should have been a couple just because they had like this beautiful. <laughs> uh, but uh, Last Jedi, uh, let's let's dig into this. What uh, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Oh man, Last Jedi, complicated. Um, you know, it's it's so weird because Ryan Johnson basically wrapped things up in a weird way. Like it, it he he closed so many uh circles you know with, with that story and it's kind of it, it was kind of like where the fuck do you go from there you know yeah. um but in a sense his his take on it was so crazy I, I look look i'll just preface it by saying i'm not a last jedi hater at all mm-hmm. by any means. I love but i but i fully realize why people um don't like it. And I totally appreciate why people don't like it because it totally flies in the face of star Wars. And it, and the thing that people love to do is speculate on, on everything. And, and what the movie does is say like, fuck all that, you know, Mm -hmm. let's, let's just burn it to the ground and move forward. And what, what kind of, you know, that's an amazing, he's kind of, he was, he's kind of in, in, in part, you know, destroying everything that came before but also paving the way for something amazing to come to come after mm-hmm. which didn't happen Kylo but, Ren um, even says like let the past die like kill the past forget yeah. the past like that's yeah basically this movie right and and there's a lot of like there's a lot of like you know general holdo uh flying the you know the cruiser into the we're in this let's talk about this thing. right now like, like, there's well, okay go ahead, go ahead. okay one of the best scenes from star wars admiral amelin holdo going light speed through a ship you've got yeah. c-3po a droid who's not a person does not have feelings beep bloop bloop <laughs> send send a droid to fly the ship into another ship or you kill off Admiral Akbar off screen. Have like obviously the voice actor died and they had to kill him off. Have Admiral Akbar, someone Shh. that every single Star Wars fan loves. Do it. It's a trap. It's a tarp. Mm-hmm. All this stuff. Yeah. Everyone yeah. knows and loves Admiral Akbar. And you kill him mm-hmm. off screen. But instead, you add Laura Dern. I love I love Laura Dern. I thought she did a great job with the character, but you She's give great. this huge moment, the biggest like death scene in this movie, you give it to a new character that showed up 45 minutes ago. Send mm-hmm. Admiral Akbar out. Like, give this guy a fucking send-off because obviously you're gonna kill him. So why not have him have this amazing scene? Yeah, I mean, that would be the fan service way to go about it for sure. Yeah. No, that's the correct way to go about it. <laughs> Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I, I totally get it. Um, like I said, I don't blame anybody for not liking or having issues with, with last Jedi. I mean, I don't, um, I don't blame anyone for hating any of these episodes because I same it, within the, in the right group of people, I could go on talking shit about every single second of the movie, but in good company, I can talk nothing but praises about every single second yeah. of this movie. And it's more fun to talk about how much fun things are, right? Yeah. It, it, it's very interesting <laughs> with this, like with this this franchise specifically, how how many other franchises are you like, you're pissed at where it went? Like, 
did mm-hmm. anyone look at James Bond movies and they're like, oh, really? Casino Royale? Like, oh, parkour? <laughs> oh, really? Automatic Two Secret Service? Oh, really? <laughs> the Avengers. George Lazenby? The Avengers. Oh, well, they should have done this instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's a very interesting uh, fan base. But um, but yeah, I mean, I can, I can absolutely love every second of the movie. And I can also talk shit about every second of the movie. End of the day, I'm going to mm-hmm. love Star Wars because... I love Star Wars. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I love I love Star Wars. I love being. It's it's kind of like if you're really into a. I mean, this is a weird analogy because it's kind of like Star Wars is so much more than your favorite TV show, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's if you're gonna watch your favorite TV show, you're gonna watch your favorite fucking TV show, and regardless of the bad episodes, mm-hmm. you know, you're like there's gonna be a few bad episodes, but like you're gonna keep watching your favorite TV track. show, yeah. Yeah. right? Like you want to see what happens to the characters and you want to mm-hmm. see how the story ends and no matter what. And yeah, that's, that's kind of how I feel about star Wars, but you know, tenfold it's, it's just that world is so amazing and mm-hmm. so rich. I'm really into the movies. Like there's a lot of people who are really into the extended universe and everything, mm-hmm. but or expanded universe, but like, and that's, that's amazing that, it, that that's there for everybody. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I think that the thing the thing that the reason why I'm so into Star Wars is because Empire Strikes Back. Oh, like I, I I that movie like well that movie like kind of I grew up watching it like it was like my babysitter. <laughs> I would just my my parents would put it on and I would just be glued to the TV, and you know, I yeah that movie I still find new things to love about it every time I watch it and. Um, I don't know. I, I go back and I, it depresses me a little bit because I feel like, like if it weren't for that movie, I probably wouldn't like Star Wars as much. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, you know, it. Re- I, I love it when movies have like tell simple stories, but mm-hmm. allude to much bigger things and have yeah. like you know a giant universe that they're that they're uh, that they're showcasing. And you know, I just empire strikes back is like that for me for sure i mean how often do you do you get a movie where the bad guys win like you don't i know and that's yeah that's like such an intriguing thing and you really i know that this this is uh, episode seven through nine but and i may have mentioned this (laughs) four through six let's just talk about four to six (laughs) i'm i'm drunk by the way (laughs) just so you know i am drunk (laughs) uh but uh and it i Return of the Jedi is the first Star Wars movie I ever saw. And I think we've talked about this before, but that was the first movie I ever saw. And that's what brought me in. I don't think I... Wait, the first movie you ever saw? First Star Wars movie I ever saw was Return of the Jedi. Oh, how old were you? Uh, it would have been uh, 97. So I was... Oh, okay. It was I don't when, think I knew that. First time I ever saw Star Wars was Return of the Jedi. I didn't realize that it was like a, a trilogy thing. And I rented... Uh, it just came out on VHS, the... Uh, updated uh, extended special edition special edition special edition oh man so you didn't see it in the theater that's a bummer i was i didn't see star wars in theaters what no that well that the, the <laughs> oh well because they released no, no, no. them they re-released yeah, yeah. them re-release them no i saw it when they came out on vhs i didn't see star wars in theater i saw yeah. i didn't see any star wars in theater originally i saw everything on vhs i was born in 1980 so yeah an 88 boy so i was eight years old when i first saw star wars uh first star wars i ever saw in theaters was uh attack of the clones and i don't know why in theaters i yeah in theaters i was so uh 
hyped for episode oh. one. The Last Jedi, episode mm-hmm. eight. <laughs> um, Sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we tend to do this. Um, so you were talking about Ryan Johnson basically saying, like, fuck everything. Mm-hmm. Hey, you knew Star Wars before. Fuck this, fuck that. Uh, for the record, I'm very excited for the trilogy that he's working on because he does get Star Wars, but I think he was trying to do the, oh, you guys saw the movie that's a remake of episode four. I'm giving you right, some response. Nuts. Yeah. Right. So right. it'll be good when he, he takes on a whole new thing of characters and stuff. He gets, yeah, he gets Star Wars. I mean, he's he's an extraordinary filmmaker and an incredible screenwriter, mm-hmm. storyteller. Like, if you've seen his other movies, Remember? his scripts are like fucking clockwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even Knives Out, which just recently came I, out. I didn't care Brick for it, is amazing. Oh, you didn't? Oh, it's too bad. I didn't care for it. I mean, immediately I knew, oh, yeah, Chris Evans is the murderer. Easily. Boom. Done. Uh but oh, spoiler with, alert, geez. With the with the fuck everything. We used to say spoiler alert all the time on this show. But uh Too back, late. To, back to Ryan Johnson with his fuck everything. <laughs> one one scene that really stood out that bothers me. Probably the only scene from Last Last Jedi that truly bothers me is Luke saying, Fuck blue milk. I'm drinking green milk now. And he's basically sucks green milk out of a tit of some weird thing. It was a scene that didn't need to happen, but blue milk is such a big deal in star Wars fans. uh, Like eyes that he was like, I think blue milk. We're doing green milk. I thought it was blue milk. I I, I don't know. No, that alien. I thought it it was was green, green milk. And every time I see it, I kind of look away and I like, close my eyes and kind of look through it's green milk. And that the, was like the okay. weirdest thing that he did. The thing that, that, that pisses me off about last Jedi, or at least the, the thing that like, that I, I see where they were going and I know structurally and screenwriting wise, why they were doing it. But I don't think that they stuck the landing when the execution of it was the space Leia thing. Mary you know what Poppins? I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm like, oh. got an actress who died. Okay. She died yeah. while filming this. Have her die in space. No, she died after filming it. She died at the, th- oh, the crazy oh, thing no, is no, that no. she died she, after filming it. She died it, right? after filming it, but she's got a scene <laughs> where her ship blows up and she blows out into space. What a good send off. You get to, you, you don't have to piece her in anymore. The character they should have died in the movies, but you still made her a focal point of of the movies. Imagine you're the, imagine you're Ryan Johnson, mm-hmm. and you're you've got this whole movie that you've shot with scenes with Leia, and you're like, oh shit, Carrie's dead. Oh, well, maybe we should just kill her at the moment where uh, where she gets blown out into space. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> you're just what, like, what else did she uh, do? But Okay, you reshoot maybe 20 minutes of the movie, but like what point of, of what did she even matter in any of this? Like, okay, she shot shoots Poe Dameron with a, a stun oh, gun. Come on. Okay, Holdo, Holdo shoots, boom, done. And then we see her uh, uh, jingling some balls on crate. Like, uh, Dylan, for Dylan just, just did his, his fingers in a sort of 
diddly type of way. She didn't she didn't add anything else to the movie. She was in maybe two there, scenes. The one of the most uh heart wrenching well, the, the movie kind of took on new life a little bit if after you you when you're watching it knowing that she's gone, right? Um mm. the scene where Luke Luke's projection of himself actually uh comes to her and and kisses her on the forehead actually makes a really powerful moment i to me like just kind of being as a viewer outside of it you know you know that this is the last time that these two will ever share the screen together it was pretty but wouldn't it to me wouldn't that be cool if luke was actually (laughs) wouldn't it be cool if carrie fisher was actually dead if she wasn't there (laughs) (laughs) for this for this exact scene wouldn't it be cool if luke was actually there with his sister instead of like oh i'm just hanging out on rocks force projecting myself i'm gonna die either way but don't you want to go out the obi-wan way like show up kiss your sister again and then go fight Kylo Ren. If Kylo Ren kills you or whatever, who cares? It doesn't matter. Instead, you're How sitting, amazing. You're sitting in what is it? Oc two. You're sitting in Oc two, not wanting to do anything, and you just die on a rock and you disappear. What a cool thing! Go kiss your sister again. Kiss her on the mouth. Fuck it. How, did it how in amazing the, in would it have if, if they if they kissed on the mouth? Some <laughs> mouth kiss again. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it would have been amazing, but, yeah. uh, Han Solo died and I don't, Oh, I would have appreciated it if Kylo Ren got to see them kiss this time so that he takes after his uh, father in this, I want to bring up two more things with last Jedi. Then we have to take a quick break. Yep. Um, Canto bite. Fuck that. Fuck it completely. Uh, what does it matter that Justin Thoreau has a red lapel, uh, pin on his uh, lapel you show the guy for two seconds and then we get benicio oh, right. del toro benicio del toro great actor i loved him as a dj something yeah i i didn't wasn't really a fan of his his stutter it was I, strange interesting oh, we, it was a choice it was a choice yeah it was exactly a choice. It was like, okay but- Cool. We get the Canto Bite scene where Rose is just like, oh, well, they race horses and horses are uh, treated poorly. That's it. Cool. Boom. No reason for that scene at all. Find your fucking well, we set thing. set up the disenfranchised Jedi kids, though. Oh, fucking Dr. Broom. <laughs> no one cares. Canto Bite was a waste of time. Waste of time. It didn't further the plot any. It didn't, like... Did fucking Broom Boy show up again? No, it means nothing. The Cantabite, delete the whole fucking thing. Have Rose and Finn go straight to the ship with Phasma. Done. Could you honestly I wish the, argue? I wish that? the Phasmark. I wish the Phasmark would have been saved for episode three, but she got Boba Fetted yeah. hard. Cool looking yeah. character, just killed out of. Yeah, like I said, like this 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 second movie ties up so many loose ends too early. Like I, I like that. You know, save save Phasma for three. Save, did Ryan Johnson think that he was doing the third movie? I think he did. I think that they they hired him and he was just like, hey, okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like do my own thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't think anybody was overseeing him, to be honest. Yeah. Like I think that he. It would have been great if he had been involved, maybe in the arc. It, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, like this. 
or like you said, I think this there's nobody at the steering wheel really. This yeah. this is complete anarchy in terms of you know, hey, let's just let's just see how the last one did, and then we'll respond to it. You know, it's yeah. not a way to make a trilogy. With that said, just breaking into uh, expanded stuff real quick. John Favreau and uh, Dave Filoni. Mm-hmm. Do you agree that those two guys should be spearheading Star Wars from now on? I mean, they're doing a great job with Mandalorian. I think Mandalorian's awesome. Yeah. Have your writers, have your, did you watch Rebels or last season of Clone Wars? I, I did not. I'm sorry. Oof. No. So you've got John, John Favreau, who's obviously showing he's an amazing filmmaker. He's for sure. He's doing what George Lucas did with uh, pushing what you can do with film, with uh, you know the videos playing video screen, like all the actors play in front of video screen instead of doing heard, screens yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then you've got Dave Filoni, who is a Star Wars encyclopedia. Right, no knows one, it through and through. No one dislikes Mandalorian. No one disliked Rebels. No one disliked the last season of Clone Wars. Like those two guys should be the uh, end all of what happens in Star Wars. Well, but bring other directors on, bring other writers on. But you've got to have people involved in Star Wars. Kathleen Kennedy, who fucking cares? Has she seen well, Star Wars? Whatever. I mean the. The thing is, like, John Favreau and Dave Filoni, like, with, with Mandalorian, that's a story that's not connected in any way, shape, or form to the Skywalker saga, or what, however it fucking mm-hmm. came to be known. But, um, yeah, it's it's completely disconnected. So they, they have kind of carte blanche to do whatever they want. And so, of course, it's going to be awesome. It's a different story that doesn't involve the Skywalkers that takes place in the Star Wars universe. You know, they're, they're, they're doing their Western in star Wars yeah, and it's awesome. But I'm saying, I think that they know enough to like, so I, if, if you have Dave Filoni and John Favreau running star Wars, star Wars story, whatever, and you've Mm -hmm. got Ryan Johnson coming in and creating this movie, obviously there's going to be a little bit of pushback, but like you said, Ryan Johnson didn't have anyone like overseeing him. And I think you obviously need people over being, you know, overseeing well, yeah. Star Wars. And I think or John the arc, the Dave story Filoni, arc. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dave Filoni and, and sure. John Favreau should be those like, hey, is this okay? Obviously, now that George Lucas is gone. Even though I did read recently that George Lucas wants to come in and create his sequel trilogy. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. I, yeah, I saw something about that too. I don't know. If it, I don't know if he's talking about like, like having a a uh, redo or redux of or like a... they're talking about bringing something in from rebels that kind of splits the timeline a little bit which i don't really care for because oh, it would re- it would retcon uh force awakens last jedi and rise of skywalker but i mean i i, I do want george lucas back but you've got to have people kind of telling him yes or no he can't control it um well yeah it's just because i I, unlike you, I do not think that George Lucas knocked it out of the park with the prequels. I think that the prequels are are uh, not that well, great. I, to be I think they're really you. bad. Yeah, but I enjoy I them mean, because it's Star Wars. I don't agreed. think George Lucas did a great agreed. job. I hate what he did uh, 
film wise and everything. You Return of the Jedi. It's 100% green screened with terrible actors. I won't say who. Return Return of the Jedi? Is uh, that uh, Revenge of the Sith. Probably oh, okay. said Return of the Jedi. But Revenge of the okay. Sith. 100% okay. CGI except for the actors. I don't think... <laughs> Dylan's taking his headphones off. I, I don't think that the task... I think that the task that J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams had was more difficult than the task that that John Favreau and Dave Filoni had. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that like if Dave Filoni and John Favreau were were tasked with making the new sequel trilogy, they probably would have been in a similar situation. Mm. Um, you know, because of course you can't. Well, who knows what they would have been, what they would have yeah. done with with the sequel trilogy? But at the same time, that is a much that is a much um, uh more difficult task to to test somebody with i said task like 500 times yeah um, well, maybe you should just marry ryan johnson then it, you know love the guy he i think he's he's a great filmmaker anyway oh great great filmmaker i just watched looper again and i think looper's absolute masterpiece anyways mm-hmm. One last thing I want to say about Last Jedi. This is a scene that I felt could have really made, like, really changed the movie and really gave us that Han Solo moment. Han Solo dying in Force Awakens moment. I love Finn. I love mm-hmm. John Boyega. But mm-hmm. on the Battle of Crate, John Boyega should have crashed his ship in that uh, the door banger thing. That big laser beam that was breaking open the door. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to. Because the movie starts with with Finn trying to escape. He's trying to get an escape pod. He's not a hero. He's got to go. And then he gets this one moment where he can finally, he can die a hero. He can solidify his, like, his values. And instead, we get Rose Tico knocking him over and saying that they're in love. Yeah. You you save the ones you love. You guys aren't in love. You should have let him die. Finn should have gone out that way. I feel like if it was happening, if it was happening in episode three and that was, and that was occurring in episode three and he, they would have killed him for sure. Wait, episode three? Or, uh, the episode nine, sorry. The third of the trilogy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. I know John Boyega's, he's been getting a lot of shit lately on social media and saying stuff about how uh, his character was portrayed, but that was the that would be the perfect send off. I mean, did we did we need Finn in in episode nine? Did he have like those moments? They pushed it was, him. They yeah, pushed him to yeah. the back burner. He was like main yeah. character with Ray, and then mm-hmm. now he's just like eh, a secondary character. Oh, here he yeah. is in the background. Okay, so we're we've gotten through. Whew, we're at an hour at this point. Uh, we've gotten through Force Awakens, Last Jedi. We talked about them all uh, kind of as a whole. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here at uh, right. one hour and eight seconds. We're going to refill our drinks, come back, uh, hit up Rise of Skywalker, and uh, continue. Hey, it's Dylan. Order booze and food from our favorite bartender, Amber, at Little Bear Bar in downtown Los Angeles. Any Wednesday through Sunday evening from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Little Bear has an incredible selection of Belgian beer, boozy cocktails, and a classic cheeseburger that will knock your socks off. Pick it up or get it delivered via Grubhub 
any Wednesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Support a Los Angeles staple. Follow at Little Bear Bar on all platforms for more details. That's at Little Bear Bar. All right, we are back. And we're back! <laughs> One thing I wanted to say about Old Fashioned... I don't mm-hmm. like old fashions. Uh, I think I've told right. you this. One thing that I don't like even more is that the bitters that you have to purchase, like, I don't mm-hmm. know what bitters you buy, but Angostura. Uh, Angostura. Could they, mm-hmm. I don't know, get a, a label that fits their bottle? Yeah, it's weird, huh? They have this like massive <laughs> yeah, label a... that just like hangs over and then you have to like press it all down and tuck it. It, yeah, it fits the large bottle, but if you get a small bottle, it, it like it goes up above the curve. It's yeah, weird. You fit the large bottle. Rise of Skywalker. Some would call this episode nine. Whew. Whew. Let's uh, let's dive into this. What do you think of uh, Palpatine coming back? That was kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, they did kind of cue us up with all the trailers and the the marketing materials and promotion that came before it. So I knew what we were getting into, but I was not expecting the dead speak right at the beginning at the, you know, in the opening crawl. Yeah. Um, that was a bit of a, it was sort of like a, a weird shoehorn moment. Um, the other thing that was weird was the, the, the revelation right at the top that, that um, Snoke was just a, a clone or something that yeah, just a puppet. I was like, uh, okay, Okay, then, okay, great. You know, it It just seems so, it, it seemed like like such a like cleanup job. You know what I mean? Yeah, this was J.J. Abrams again, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he was like, hey, Ryan Johnson, you got rid of all my stuff. Now I'm going to get rid of all of yours. Yeah. Snoke's dead. He doesn't matter. He's nothing. He was never anything. He was created in a laboratory by Palpatine. Like, oh, you want to you want to get rid of what we know? Well, I'm bringing Palpatine back, you fucker. Right. I mean, it's in the same way that Ryan Johnson kind of said, "Fuck your trilogy. I'm going to kill your main bad guy in episode in the second episode of of this trilogy." They basically said, "Okay, well then, fuck you. We're going to go back to the original trilogy and put the main bad guy from the original trilogy back in into this." I mean, you know, it's. It's so, it's so strange. Such a weird way to do a trilogy. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm I'm okay with Palpatine coming back, but because we're familiar with him, yeah, yeah, and it's a good way to wrap up nine movies. I mean, this is supposed to be the last movie, so why not have an original character in? And obviously, like, I just like hiccuped. It sounded weird. Uh, so, I mean, this movie. Saga is basically Palpatine's story. You get one, two, and three, his rise in the Senate and becoming, I am the Senate. And then four, five, and six, where he's turning a a father on his son. And then it's good to have him back. I don't like the ambiguity of why he's back or anything. It would have, I would, I, I would have loved to hear like him saying like i landed the fall like 
you know, but instead he's like supposed to be I somersaulted. He's supposed to be like a clone or something like and that's just reading stuff from the internet like it wasn't really Palpatine back. Right, like, right. It wasn't, you know, through Sith magic. Just have him back. Cool. He got thrown down a thing and we didn't see him die. We just saw a bright yeah. light. Have him back and have him say a back and this is why. Yeah. No, I, I kind of feel like um, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole after I saw this, the third one. I was like, you know, if they had just taken the first, the episode seven, episode eight, and episode nine, and 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 then decided, okay, oh, this is what our arc is, and then did a complete rewrite of seven, eight, nine mm-hmm. all together so that they all tied together nicely. And then I was like, you know what? Then if they did an entire rewrite of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and did the entire thing so that it tied together all very nicely, maybe it would be an amazing transcendent experience to see the whole thing. But you know, it's not. It, it's each one the of these movies is, is yeah, yeah. Each one of these movies is is influenced by external factors. So like, you know, you've got fandom, you've got financing you've got hollywood you've got all this other stuff kind of coming in from the outside world affecting the way the story is told which again is fascinating but doesn't make for an amazing story really you know what i mean yeah i mean we and also we so with the emperor we got all these the empire uh on exegol yeah a good a good thing for them to show would be okay palpatine and all of the stormtroopers went into hiding. Mm-hmm. Exegol. They left. After Return of the Jedi, he survived. He went to Exegol in exile. Gull. Mm-hmm. With the stormtroopers. <laughs> and that's why all, all of the Star Destroyers and everything are there. Cool. So he's been building this plan for 20 years or so. And instead, it's just like, who's in all of these ships Who's in all these star destroyers yeah. coming out of the sand? And it doesn't it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, it doesn't what? make sense. We get uh uh Biggs, Big Star mm-hmm. Star Starlighter, is that his name? Or Wedge. We got one of them. What are the guys? Yeah. One of them died, the other one didn't. We get him back for a Wedge. second. Yeah. Um and we get like this great scene of like all of the good guys coming back to mm-hmm. fight palpatine and win but everything's just kind of a throwaway at the end where it's like okay here's where you introduce ezra and the ghost all the characters from rebels introduce Mm -hmm. them ahsoka tano fucking introduce them great now now episode 10 is their ship leaving cool Mm -hmm. whole new fucking story but instead we get like Wedge being like, hello, I'm here. And that's it. Yeah. And then it's it's done, never to be seen again. And um, but yeah, it just doesn't make sense of who was in these ships. Who well, made Emperor the Emperor? Uh, obviously, uh, I guess it was all those like dark masked cloaked people who brought right. Palpatine back. But who were they? Like, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, to me, it seemed like there's, there's one group of people that are the Sith Lords, like the evil Jedi. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's another group of people 
who are the empire, who have one agenda, and they each, and then they they kind of intersect, right? Mm -hmm. Or the, not the empire, but the first order or whatever. And so, I I thought that Exegol was like the the Sith Lord, the Sith people. Like if this was like the 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 land of the Sith or something mm -hmm. like that. With yeah. and I guess I guess now I realize that like the Sith have like a weird sort of cult that that kind of of like underlings that follow them mm -hmm. that help help them and like help clone things and also build ships and also staff and offer 401ks to all the and people also, who <laughs> and also bury ships right and bury ships within the ground how did you bury all of these ships well and not just that but like Regardless of what happens to, um, you know, let's say that they go ahead and they destroy all the Sith Lords and, and destroy all these ships, which they do at the end of Episode Nine. spoiler alert. There's still the First Order yeah. that needs to get taken care of, right? Is it, Are they one and the same now? Is it, is, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, First Order's uh, still out and about, prancing and killing. Right. I mean, oh, so while we're talking about first order, General Hux, mm -hmm. I was uh, the, the infiltrating agent the whole time, and then dies. He was a mole. Yeah, I and was a mole. Yeah. What? Mm -hmm. Why? Why? He just revealed a huge plot in this story. Don't you want to have Hux join these characters and explain a little bit more of? Of like what he was doing and why he was a mole, uh, just yeah. <laughs> I was a mole the whole time, and then immediately gets shot and he's dead. Cool. Yeah. He killed off another character just because. Hey, where are we gonna go with this? Kill him. I thought that he was kind of like the guy in charge, but I guess not. He's there's people above him. Yeah. I mean, for episode eight, kind of leads you to believe. Well, whatever. There's these these directors aren't talking to one another, so whatever um but also we get uh a, i mean another thing too is like we get uh zori bliss um uh felicia or felicity uh, <laughs> what's oh her? yeah carrie russell we get carrie, carrie russell. russell introduced and we get this whole story with her and poe and then they blow up her planet in cool very sad what's the what's it's the point of sad. introducing this character like it's easy enough to be like, oh, I know this person on this planet who's going to help us out. And then we meet Babu Frick, the best character from... Oh, I love I love Babu Frick. Who doesn't Babu love Babu Frick? Frick is the best character yeah. from Rise of Skywalker. So amazing. Another thing with him, or her, amazing. I, don't, I don't know if it was a he or she, but in that scene, kill C-3PO. You just said, mm -hmm. okay, well, doing this is going to destroy his brain or whatever, or we might be able to save him. Okay, <laughs> sacrifice C-3PO now. We know Anthony Daniels isn't going to come back as C-3PO. Give us that. He, oh, he speaks Sith for a second, and then he's normal again? Oh, my God, what happened here? Ah, I survived. Well, I mean, he kind of did. He was always kind of comedic relief a little bit, and so he mm -hmm. kind of, like ended the way he started but that was a really great moment where he's like i'm taking one last look at my friends you know that that was good kill him 
What an yeah, amazing thing to end on. Yeah. I love C-3PO. Everyone loves C-3PO. But that is your moment to kill this mm-hmm. character. Because now he's a loose end. No matter what you do in Star Wars, you're going to be like, well, what's C-3PO up to? You know what? Earlier in the movie, Chewbacca should have died. Hmm. When they were pulling on that ship and it exploded, oh, Chewbacca just happens to not be on that ship anymore? Well, I mean, I don't know. You can't really kill Chewbacca. You can't really kill Chewbacca and you can't really kill C-3PO. I don't want any characters to die. But you just gave these characters an amazing out to the point where we don't necessarily have to see them again. Obviously, Chewbacca can be in in the rest of the movies forever. C-3PO can be in the rest of the movies until Anthony Daniels can't do the voice anymore. (laughs) You had these amazing moments where you can wrap up this entire movie of these characters trying to fight for something special and you get an out where C-3PO gets Mm -hmm. to give his life to help these characters out. Yeah. And oh, I'm still alive. Oh, wow. What a great time for me to be gold. Like, cool. (laughs) doesn't matter. C-3PO is still alive. Chewbacca in in an insane moment where you can see Ray might go to the dark side because she just fucking killed Chewbacca. No, I don't know. I don't know how. I think there must have been two different ships or something like that. But anyway, it was a big confusing mess. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed I did really enjoy Rise of Skywalker. I loved uh, seeing Lando back. I loved... <laughs> Well, this, there's surface level stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like the stuff that the, the boxes that, I love that the Rise of Skywalker stuff. checks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, you gotta you, you gotta see that and you gotta love that stuff for for what it is. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of like, uh, it's just an empty, I don't know, just an empty box of popcorn, you mm-hmm. know, empty we got, carbs. Uh, we got rocket troopers, which was great. The jetpack. Yeah. They the fly jet now. They fly yeah. now. Love it. They fly now. They fly now. Yeah. Uh, my favorite scene of Kylo Ren. He's, this is just going to get me pissed off because now I'm thinking of Knights of Ren and what a waste that was. But he's facing oh, yeah. the Knights of Ren, and he just does this. Does his little shrug. Yeah, wait. Wait, are you talking about Kylo Ren? Yes. Yeah, you're talking about Kylo Ren, right? Kylo yeah, Ren. yeah, so his... his <laughs> sorry, I'm drunk. The His transition into, into, uh, into ben. ben Solo yeah. Yeah, is, is the fucking magic trick of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that, like, that the, the moment where... Um, the, the thing that this movie does really, really well is, number one... Conflict. Ca- working... <laughs> Car- well, Carrie Fisher's uh, unused footage from episode seven, working that in... Like, weaving that into the yeah. story, they do it very seamlessly. And, it, mm-hmm. and the fact that you that you know it means that you're kind of looking out for it, that you know that she's she's gone. Yeah. Um, but they, they did an amazing job of weaving it into the story in an organic way. Um, so that, that also kind of like, you know, put some sort of like external handcuffs on the storytelling a little bit, but at the same time, like, I think they did a really good job of that, but, but like the way that they bring her back and kind of like say that her last dying effort 
was to try and turn her son back to, good. to the yeah. good side was was beautiful i thought and and then that forces the moment of of you know han solo coming back in that in that one scene where he kind of they basically just like repeat the lines that they the final lines that they say uh from episode seven Mm -hmm. i thought it was a great a really great moment and then once he becomes ben solo once he's like sort of uh um redeemed yeah once he's redeemed in a way yeah basically he's he's like he's so such a charming good guy all of a sudden like that Mm -hmm. like you said that moment where he's like Huh. He, he has those he like jumps shit, yeah. and he jumps on he jumps from one side of the platform to the other and he's like ow you know things like that like that's mm-hmm. such a cool moment like you're like okay this this character is so charming yeah he doesn't have the strength of the sith anymore right shit hurts right and it's it's it works it works it, that's the one thing in my mind that like works you know pitch perfect i, I think that, that they did really well with this movie and they're up against a lot. And the one thing that does not work with uh, Ben Solo uh, coming back is kissing Ray. Yeah. There was no need for them to kiss. They kiss and then he fades away and dies. Cool. Ben Solo is giving the rest of his force energy to revive Ray and keep her alive. No, I. Why, I, are, I, you, this... why are you kissing her? And in, in this need sequel... romance in Star Wars. Well, in this, in this sequel trilogy, there's like no room for romance. Honestly, mm-hmm. the only the only, like if if at the very end Finn and Rose kissed again, maybe it would have been like, yay, they do belong together or something like yeah. that. But like, but like, I was thinking like if if Finn and Ray kissed, would that have been good? No, I don't think so. Yeah, because they what were building that in in episode seven. It was like, oh, do you have do you have a boyfriend? Like, will they or won't they? Yeah. Yeah. And then it was gone in Last Jedi completely, and we got forced Rose. Kelly Tran did a great job with what she was given. Yeah. In Star Wars, Rose Tico sucks. Kelly Tran, great. I love her. She did a very good mm-hmm. job with the character. Rose Tico as a character is, is fucking stupid. What I would have loved to see is her, the character that her sister was. Mm-hmm. that blew up herself to save whatever that's the character that rose tico should have played meeting finn someone who just sacrificed their life but obviously has to survive the the bombing just survive that because she heard that finn sacrificed his life to to fight the first order then you've got yeah. this character who did something because of what she heard for this guy who's now trying to be a deserter Mm. it's there's so much to dissect with this movie uh with these movies but rise of skywalker a thing that really bothered me is that ray and ben kissed uh there was no point of that yeah no it's it's kind of weird it's a little forced it wasn't a sexual kiss it wasn't because they were in love or anything it was just like hey we're friends and i think we should kiss doesn't make sense yeah uh, well, again, it's it's like external forces influencing like everybody on the internet being like, oh my gosh, Ray and Kylo need to need to bone. You know, were people saying that? Was I feel it like, like people Ray- were. Raylo, I think Raylo was there. Raylo, 
Hollywood name. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, sure. But if you're going to do that, have uh, have Ben survive. And then it ends with Ben and Ray at the end saying, we're the Skywalker. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Raylo. <laughs> I'm saying if you're going to force them being in a relationship and, you, yeah. and that's what you're doing by having this kiss, if you're going to force that with this kiss, don't kill Ben. Have them be the Skywalkers and end the Skywalker saga with... <laughs> The Skywalkers. Could you imagine if... Kill Ben. Could you imagine, though, if, if, like, the smoke clears and everybody's like, yay, we did it at the end, and, like, like, Ray and Ben emerge as the heroes, and everybody's like, wait, is that... Kylo Ren, like, yeah, but it's cool, you know. He's he's not he's Kylo Ren. Now. He's not. He's he's now he's he's Ben Solo. It was like, oh, okay. But what cool. a good way so, to end, end the saga. Four, five, and six. You've got uh, Darth Vader comes back to the light side, but he dies and dies. In one, yeah. two, and three, you've got Darth Vader joins the dark side. How great would it be? Seven, eight, and nine. You've got. Kylo Ren joining the light side and he lives. So now he's done what he's done his purpose of like finally becoming a good guy and he gets to continue to be a good guy. Why kill him? Episode nine with that and Ben and Ray are alive. I want to see 10 now. I want to see episode 10 where Ray and Ben are together and they are fucking good guys. But instead now I don't need to see fucking Star Wars 10. But everybody hates Ben because Nobody hates Ben. Nobody hates Kyler. Ben now. Everyone likes everybody him because would hate he redeemed ben. himself. He redeemed no, himself. No, he killed ha- millions. Does everyone he killed, like, hate Darth Vader? Does everyone hate Anakin at the end of episode six? No. Everyone I'm is sure like, they do. oh, he survived and he, he saved his son. No one hates yeah, Darth Luke, Vader at the end of episode six, you buttfucker. Luke does. Luke Everyone. Just call me a buttfucker. Everyone. I love saying that. <laughs> I think Luke Luke loves Darth Vader at the end of episode six, but I feel like the the world within Star Wars hates him because they're like, it's Darth Vader. He's you know But Star Wars Adolf doesn't Hitler. care Star Wars doesn't care about the world. They don't mm. like it none of that matters. Okay. It's all it Star Wars is about the fans, not about the world. <laughs> 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 it's right, about Tom. the fans. It's about the fans. I don't know why I can turn into they're, Keanu Reeves. They're just cons. It's just, just cons. Don't. <laughs> I finally saw Speed. Oh man, Speed's so good. I finally saw Speed because you used to tell me when we worked together, <laughs> you need to see the scene of Keanu Reeves just saying, "They're just cons." It's and just I finally cons. watched it, and I, I thought oh. of you. I think I just saw a baby. No, it's just cons. They're just cons. They're just cons. Speed's an amazing movie. Uh, All right, holds up. So here we are. We've hit the end of the show. We have Mm. talked about uh, seven, eight, nine. Uh, This is supposed to be a forty-five minute episode. I'm sorry, sorry, Dylan. It's my fault. Tom Flynn, have a drink with me's own Tom Flynn. Things are great. this is awesome. I'm glad that we got to talk about this because the reason that we did this episode, we were originally going to do Alien, but the reason we did this episode is <laughs> because you said, what What do you think of, what did you think of Star Wars? And I was like, no, we have to save it for the podcast, which is <laughs> something that we did every single time we saw each other. We worked together five days a week. We hung out outside of work. Uh-huh. 
we would try to have conversations and we would both say, shut up, save it for the podcast. Let's, let's do an episode <laughs> on this. I, I, I feel like we could eventually revisit Star Wars as a whole and we probably should. Let's do a Star Wars saga episode. Okay. At some point. I would love to. You are coming because, back. because, because there's things that I love in, in ever in all of it, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure you feel the same way. There's yeah. throughout throughout all of it. There's stuff that's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna let the the listeners know. Tom is coming back for another episode. We're going to do the Alien franchise, which we recorded. We did record this episode. And it, save it. it was... Save it for the podcast. Save it for the actual podcast. Uh, that's our that's our show. Follow us on uh, social media at H A D W M. Tell your friends to subscribe and listen on iTunes and Spotify under Have a Drink with Me, and uh, check out our store shop Thank you, Tom, for joining us uh, for this show. Thank you for having me, Dylan. Appreciate it. And also with you. <laughs>